0: Hello, world. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the show. It's called My Friend, because you're my friend, and I'm your friend, and I am my friend, and I am Erica Helsingy, your host, a personal trainer, a nutritionist, a CBT practitioner, essentially a therapist, a a wannabe athlete, and a struggling human. It's wonderful to have created more relationships in the recent past where it's based on openness and honesty and depth and just talking about those struggles. It really brings people together and I think it's sometimes, especially in the age of the social media, people surely surely don't really think that other people are living these beautiful lives that I posted, it's all about the struggle, and I very much think I'm much more interested in somebody else's flaws than what they're good at, I think that's kind of been a thread in my recent conversations with new people and stuff, so I really want to know how they're fucked up, and that brings so much warmth and happiness to the relationship part of me I've just had a big bowl of food and oh, was that a good idea I had rice whole grain and red rice with what was a pasta sauce with chicken and chorizo and vegetables onions peppers but I was in a hurry in the morning so I just chucked chucked in the microwave with rice like microwave rice which is one of my favorites so quick so easy and shoved that down my mouth, but I had less than half of it left. So I chopped it, chucked in some coriander and red onion, and just just ate it. Now I've, I'm feeling really lethargic. I've had a couple of naps today. My intention was to record this much earlier, and I think I really need to strive to record these things first thing in the morning because I kind of I'm I'm I've just made myself the first coffee of the day, and it's actually kind of too late to be drinking it because it's about two p.m. But I just thought I want to want to try and perk myself up, wake up a little bit. I've also just taken codeine for my back pain, so if I do get a bit uh, during this episode, then then that's why. That's why. And I hate I hate taking pills, pharmaceuticals. But I'm just really struggling to move at the moment. Otherwise, mm, what's been going on? Let's catch up. Oh, on Sunday. I made my first guest appearance on somebody else's podcast. It's called "Food for Food for Thought" by my friend Laura. Bless her heart, I'm I feel a ridiculous amount of gratitude to her having me as her first interviewed guest. It it just means so much. And I can't even really wrap my head around it, but I I think. She was just such a big motivation for me to get my arse in gear and start something meaningful. And then I thought, I, th- I just think we really spurred each other on to to do this stuff. And oh my God, the first, I don't know, 5, 10, 15 minutes, I was shitting myself. I haven't felt that nervous in so long, so many years. Because I'm normally, I've really worked on being calm and confident and chilled in social interactions. And I feel like I've really got quite far with that, actually, even if, yeah, I just I've I love meeting people and just really being relaxed and trying to make them feel at ease. Because it's it's so pointless to be nervous of those situations, but it's also really pointless to be nervous at a podcast that I'm recording with a friend, which is essentially a chat. And I said to her as well, because I'm I've been self-employed for so long and I just said, I'm so used to kind of leading a situation a situation in a way, like an interaction, as part of my job and as part of organising events and stuff. And I just said, how am I going to stop myself from interviewing you? <laughs> it's her show. So, actually, it felt really special for somebody to be asking me questions. I was trying to be in control of the situation, just saying... are you gonna tell me any of the questions beforehand and she's like no like oh god you're really keeping me on edge and so she didn't tell me what she's gonna ask I had I had an idea we'd we'd discussed the broad kind of topic beforehand and I knew she's gonna ask about my favorite food memories and stuff but that was amazing and it was so it felt so horrible. We should have just maybe done a bit of a recording beforehand to to get those nerves away. And like this, I'm not nervous. I feel really good and really chilled. And that's the energy I need to carry forward as well. Ugh. Yeah, I was shitting myself. And then somehow just sort of really got into the conversation and then forgot that the rest of the world existed. And it was unbelievable. That's going to, I think she said she's going to air that episode probably in a couple of weeks From now, so it's going to be out at some point. Her her podcast is can be found on Spotify under the title Food for Thought. She's a foodie, Newcastle foodie, and then she wants to talk about thoughts. (laughs) Here we are. What else? Well, I went playing. I was supposed to go bowling, bowling with a friend and ended up just... They didn't have any slots available, so we went to play pool on Saturday and that was really really nice just to go out with a girlfriend and like she's really cool Um, and it's just I'm putting a lot of effort and emphasis on catching up with people and doing something whilst doing so because yes okay it's it's actually a really precious thing to sit down and not have anything planned but also it's amazing to get out of the house, especially now that I've been injured. My my, I'm waiting to chat with a consultant about my knee and what kind, of, what kind of an operation it needs. And so when I can't be quite as active physically as I would like to be, and I really don't have the energy now with the back pain because I'm just like high on stupid medication. It's so horrible. Uh, it's just, it feels really nice to actually do stuff. And we had a super cool active day. Even, even got one of those scooters out in town that you rent or whatever you call it the council scooters was whizzing along and that was just quite shit to be honest <laughs> it was really difficult to park it it was hard to find a parking spot for it and the map map on it was really bad but uh such is life that was cool what else has been going on okay i wanted to tell you about should i hide his name um let's just oh i don't know hmm, should i expose him there's a guy who first started messaging me on Facebook Messenger. And he tried to add me as a friend and I ignored it because I don't know him. I don't know his name. I don't recognize his face. And then the messages started coming in. Now, he doesn't seem to have a Facebook anymore or he's blocked me or whatever, which would be interesting. But this is sort of how the conversation went to begin with. Hi, Erica. I see you cycle past every day. Just just as a note, I don't cycle every day, so I can't be cycling past him every day. And how the fuck is he noticing me cycle? He doesn't live on my street. I know that. And then he said, you have an amazing body. I remember when you gave me a tour around Pure Gym. So I used to work at Pure Gym back in 2013 and 14. So this is quite a while ago. For well, ten years now, and so apparently I'd given him a tour around the gym, or or something, and he remembers me from there. And then he just started going. So my my only mistake was that when he said, "I see you cycle past every day," after a few days I responded, "Ha ha, where?" Because I was a bit freaked out as to why 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 is he seeing me every day? Weird, just sitting by his window, waiting for me to whiz past. And I don't really i I think I didn't get a screenshot of that whole conversation, but then when I do have a the recording of of you know evidence for so basically i'm 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 having to find out how to report harassment because I googled this guy's name, he's uh nonce, so he's a serial like he's he's tried to get involved with teenagers multiple times before going to jail, and now he's out of jail, and he keeps messaging me. So April 22nd, 22nd, April 24th, May the 1st, May the 1st. Okay, May the 1st is the last message that I got off him. Let me read out my Instagram direct messages from this person. Hi Erica, would you mind me talking to you about my past? It is a bit naughty. Please let me talk to you about it, a couple of days after, oh no, sorry, same day, same day, Uh, four hours later, I could really do with some advice. Okay, <laughs> that's a good hook because I love giving advice, I love giving my opinion, but I didn't, I haven't responded, I haven't accepted this thread. Next, uh, two days later, hi Erica, I know it's strange, but would you mind me showing you my new bra, my new bra. Okay, this is this is a man, a bit overweight, but uh, yeah, okay. Then about a week later, Erica, this time he spelt my name incorrectly with a C. I mean, it, it says it right in front of his eyes, but if you want to get it wrong, then maybe that's another way of trying to get my attention because I used to be an enormous grammar, grammar Nazi and just be like, oh, I hate spelling mistakes. I'm not that bad anymore. I don't really care. People can't type. So many people are dyslexic that I've had to let go and deal with it. It's my problem. It's a me problem. If I have a problem with it, it's not a them problem. Although everyone could develop themselves enough to just get by with normal spelling. But no, I'm not judging. That sounded really bad. Anyway, Erica, wrong spelled. I hope you don't mind me telling you that I am bi, as in bisexual, and would love to be able to talk with you. Next message, I see you most days and I wish I could show you who I am. Next message, you are amazing. Okay. And then later on, a few hours later, I could do with someone to talk to. Now... It's only because I googled, well actually it wasn't even me, it was, it was my friend who googled his name and he came up with this history of his, it's his face, it's definitely him and how he's got this past. And I just feel like I'm not feeling particularly safe around this area anymore when I out myself and I try, you know, I hardly sort of spend time out when it's dark anyway if I'm on my own. I try and just take a taxi from A to B if, if it's dark and stuff but this is just not okay. So I reckon he's got he's got history with just harassing people. So I need to find out how to report this because it's not okay. And it's really funny though. When I first checked out his profile and saw his picture on Facey Bookie. In a way, if say this was like a really hot dude. Oh, well, why not a girl? Why, why not? just someone really interesting looking who seemed like they've got a lot going on for them and, you know, just, just interesting to get that kind of attention would be lovely. Not, not this sort of, obviously if you don't respond at all. You don't just keep pushing, but it's funny how perspective changes when I just saw his face and went, "Uh Oh no, 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 not for me. So that's, that's a good bit of catch up. What are we going to do with this person? Oh, I, I I do love attention, not not this kind of attention. I, I mean, I love private attention, put it that way. I don't want to be the focus, uh, the centre of a party or a situation, unless I'm running something, like an event, and it's fine. But why couldn't this just be like the hottest prince on the planet and just be like, hello, uh, do you want me to pick you up and and cuddle you a lot and then I'd just be like okay Tom okay there we go let's move on to oh yes so I thought in my head that because if I talk about this let's just keep it all sort of relationship orientated today these are from my old notes so today's What's it? I need to come up with a a name for this section. the The second section, two out of three section of this podcast, which is me sharing some of the information, some of the knowledge, some of the whatever I have accumulated over the years with you, that you could potentially learn from. I don't know, or vibe with, or whatever. Today is going to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, oh eight again, like we had in the eight essentials for a good life. Let's do eight. Dating tips for men. okay, let's grab a bit bit of coffee. Mm. I've had a dabble with dating back in two thousand, back end of 2019. I split from my kid's dad in 2019. I think it's sort of summertime and I wanted to make sure that I'm absolutely intact and fine to be completely by myself on my own, to be a single mother um, before I even started considering wanting to meet up other men and yeah just just dating really and I had this thought that I'd always previously I'd been well pretty much in a relationship for 11 over 11 years I think so most of my adult life and, and I thought, I really want to give this internet dating a go because, oh shit, the coding's starting to kick in. I can feel, I hate that How do people like this feeling? It just makes it be like, I don't like it. At all. <clears throat> so yeah, I, I, I signed up on a couple of different dating apps in the back end of 2019. And I thought, I'm doing these dating apps. And if, well, if I'm doing them, I'm going to do them properly. And... Oh, I wonder if any of the guys who I'd, I've been on a date with will listen to this <laughs> back from 2019 because I've never replicated this behavior since, but it was insane. So basically I do have a bit of an all or nothing mentality with things. It's not really even a mentality. I just think I'm somehow genetically driven to to kind of just maximize what I'm doing, it, being high efficiency and, and just really trying to. Yeah, not drag drag things out, not make things not not have things boring and stuff like that. So I ended up going on <clears throat> dates in just over a month. I think it, I think it was over the course of thirty two days. I might be wrong, but that's precise enough. With sixteen different men, this is uh, sort of December time, twenty nineteen. And I basically just suggested meeting up straight away. I'm not wasting. I'm not a big tester. I'm not wasting my time getting to know somebody. And then you meet them in real life and you might not vibe with them at all. It can be just just something like really little. you like They don't smell right for you. Or I have a thing for teeth. Dirty teeth I can't deal with. Or say, like a lack of teeth, if somebody just doesn't have many teeth in their mouth. <laughs> is that, am I, are my standards really high here? <laughs> so <clears throat> that kind of thing. So I just suggested we meet up and basically ended up eating out loads and going for, I didn't actually, I even decided then that I know my worth, I know my value, and I'm not going on a coffee date. I feel like, actually, this is really interesting. And, <sighs> For me, going on a coffee date is one of the most awkward things. I feel like it's you get a coffee and then just like side by side, uh, then you go for a little walk or you sit down and whatnot. But there's like, there's kind of no end in sight. And I've really loved to disagree on this next thing with my friend. So for me, going for a meal on a first date is the perfect perfect way to get to know somebody a little bit better and to know if there's a connection first of all I love food loads and loads and loads and then secondly I know people say that it could be really awkward because you're having to then sit down in the same space with a stranger and you're sort of forced to talk with them and I just I don't vibe with that at all for me say we're having two courses that means you sit down. You look at the menu. You talk about the menu. You talk about what you you know what the other person's gonna order. Then you get asked if you the, the waiter waitress comes over and asks if you'd like some drinks. Then you order your drinks. You discuss your drink choices, and then after that you you place your order for food, maybe a starter and a main, or maybe just the main, and that's like a mutual decision. So you're already working together as a team in a way. I don't think I've not been out for food with somebody who just goes, well, I'm going to have five courses. You do whatever, whatever you want, you know. So for me, then say a starter comes along, then that takes about 10, 15 minutes. Then they take the plates away. Then the main comes along and they take the plates away. And I, I remember this from the past. So apparently like an ideal duration for a first date is 90 minutes. I don't know if this is still valid, but that's I really vividly remember that. 90 minutes, an hour and a half is the perfect duration for a first date. And so a meal, thats that's what it tends to last. It's about 90 minutes. And so you really sort of get to, you can talk about the food. You can talk about anything that's going on in the world. And I feel like it's really relaxed and really relaxing. I love kind of being really calm in that kind of situation and really, really introspecting on what my securities and insecurities are and I need to make sure that the other person can maintain good eye contact you can't do it on a coffee date because they'll not have to really look at you you sort of glance and it's like it's just weird so for me going out for food on a date is perfect and also it's a great sign of mannerisms if they have their phone out which I do just to take pictures of the food but you know you you have to you have to have the respect for the other person to give them your undivided attention. Unless you're talking about something that, you know, somebody sent to you on a show or something. But like in something where you're using your phone in an involving way. That's fine. Or obviously if you get a phone call, you know, that's important. Or sometimes I'll just get like, oh, I can't talk right now, but I'll call you later. For me, going out for dinner is the best thing. Why am I talking about this? I know we're talking about relationships and stuff, but... Oh yeah. Well, just, just to mention that, I think food's good. Oh yeah. 16 guys in a month, in just over a month. That was unbelievable. I think in total, I, I went on maybe about 25 dates, but that was just some, some of those guys I saw again. Maybe about, I don't know, a wild guess, like four or five of them maybe. So again, and that was an amazing time. It was really it's just as an experience. I'm thinking, shit, I'm if I'm finding it this hard to connect, Anyone on a deep level after meeting sixteen guys because i i oh should I should I admit this publicly? I will fuck it, so in order to remember everyone, I created a spreadsheet um <laughs> I'm actually really proud of it, and I can't believe i've I've told a couple of friends since then, but like I' felt really oh, I'm so weird, but you know what this is the time to embrace everyone's weirdness, so let's fucking go. I created a spreadsheet with, you know, name, uh, age, location, profession. And then I had an old section for for what, what we've discussed. And it was a really, really good way to, you know, it's not... I wanted to make sure that I'm, I'm giving everyone, like, putting effort in. And I'm... I, I know because someone, someone has said that it kind of feels and sounds really cold to have a spreadsheet, but that's the way I did stuff. I just wanted to do it properly. And if that means that, you know, I want to go on a date and still go, oh, how's, how's your five-year-old son doing? You know, has, uh, how's the things with the, with the ex-wife, anything, you know, how's, how's the renovation going? It's obviously like a sign of you giving a shit about them when you know and remember something about them. And I didn't, if somebody just sat me down and just said, tell me everything about this, I wouldn't have remembered. But once I had a refresher, read through my spreadsheet before a date, great. It's just amazing, isn't it? Like, I just, I feel like it just shows appreciation and consideration for the other person. I don't know what you'd think. Um, Feel free to let me know. Uh, I I just thought that's, that's cool. But yeah, again, nowadays, yeah, I've never done anything quite so wild. And then people, oh my God. And then someone's like, did did you like sleep with many of them after the first time? I'm like, no chance. What are you on about? Like, imagine if I was a, I, I Okay, I can't. And I, I'm i not judging women who do that, although they tend to have mental health problems as a result or, you know, it could stem from mental health problems and, like, dignity and, and self-worth and stuff like that. But having sex as a default after a first date, not for me. Just putting it out there. Not for me. I think it's... Sex also, could, like, it changes the dynamic a little bit and I think it's really really nice to just actually get to know the person first uh, but yeah let's, let's go okay mm, should we just move on to the eight <laughs> eight dating tips for men, for men this has been a while okay Shall I just okay number one be a gentleman this I'm very aware that this is a list that is very much based on my preferences and a solid grounding a solid understanding of evolutionary psychology. I used to be a lot more liberal, which people tend to do when they're younger anyway, and I've become a lot more conservative as I've aged. And I can't begin to explain to you how much I appreciate it. When a man is has manners, they'll open the door for you. They'll just look after you and again I'm an only child I grew up really kind of grew up without a father or not having a close close relationship with him so I'm I'm well aware that I I need to I want to feel like I'm being looked after that's just me and it's kind of so sometimes you could think that it's a bit of a contradiction because I'm so certain within myself and I this is the thing I don't need a man I can sort everything out by myself or hire somebody to do something for me. I don't need a man. So if there is a man in my life, I want to feel looked after. And that doesn't mean anything in in specific, not in a needy way. I just want a bit of closeness. And I do want to kind of feel small, which is, again, completely... Not, not that's not necessarily anything to do with my size. I just want to, for a man to know who they are, and for a man to be phased by my confidence and my kind of. Just, just who I am, really. Uh, But yeah, be a gentleman. What else? Just, just Google, just Google what being a gentleman is. I like a gentleman, and they just got yeah good manners. They know how to talk, like, with confidence. And I'm not saying that unconfident people, everyone's got insecurities. So I don't mean confidence, they have to be, like, I can't stand cocky either. Not cocky, just just calm. Hmm, okay. Second one, ask a girl out. Oh, this is one of my favourite things at the moment because I've had so many chats with guys and I've got a travel story from when I was in... In Dublin, uh, Ireland, and in Barcelona Barcelona recently. And I was on crutches and I had a heavy backpack on my back. And basically when I was just whizzing through the airports and using public transport to go from A to B and stuff, I couldn't believe that I got offered help multiple times, probably close to 20 times, and not a single one of those times was it, was it a man, an adult man, who just wanted to look after a struggling lady. It was elderly people. It was one family, so that included a man, but the man stayed well away from me, was the woman who was helping me. They had two kids. We had great chats. And just, 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 i feel like the prime the person who should be offering help is the adult man because it's all in broad daylight it's all in a public space offer a fucking helping hand if you're a man just go excuse me could could i you know offer you some help do you need a hand with your bags because that's up to me and I, i know my my guy friends they just say oh well It's not really okay to approach a woman anymore these days. You might end up on social media, like, cancelled and absolute bullshit, if you ask me. Absolute fucking bollocks. It's up to me. If, say, if I feel intimidated in that situation, if a man was to approach me and offer some help, I would just say, no, I'm good, thanks. It's not that hard. You know, if I don't feel comfortable, I can say, I'm okay, thank you. That doesn't, I, I, it doesn't fit in my brain. It doesn't It doesn't make it creepy in any way. Yes, do not go and offer your help in a dark alleyway. Do not offer help when she's all alone in a corner, you know, feeling threatened if you approach them. But just if you're passing by, offer a fucking helping hand, man. And so on the same topic, ask a girl out. I'm very much used to taking um. action, and if I want something, it's my responsibility to go and get it. So, like I said, back in 2019, and if I want to meet up with somebody, or like if, if you know, meeting up is, is important for me, I, I'm nearly always the person who says, want to grab dinner, want to grab lunch, want to do something, one day soon. And it kind of, it, I wish it was the guys. I really wish it was the guys more often. Because that would make me so so happy. And instead, if I want anything to happen, it just seems that it I have to put all the work in. Not all the work in, but you know, I have to make an effort to ask. And it's so annoying. Uh, I want I want other people to take ownership and and ask me out. And you know oh, so I've even decided that I'm gonna if I well actually um, <laughs> that I'm even going to be so brave, because it's, this is a real challenge and it feels really difficult, but if I see a person that really interests me out and about somewhere, I'm going to gather all of my energy to grow my balls so big that I will go up to them and maybe ask them out. I think that's like, I'm not, I'm, I don't have anything like that planned at the moment, or planned, but you know, I just, or even if it's like just for a friendship, you know, if you want to create, like, just, just ask. Lately, like, too, I've made one of my best friends, a friend family who used to live uh, here on the quayside, and that was when I basically just said, "Hey, it was really nice to see you in a restaurant the other day. I was wondering if you'd like to swap numbers because we've got kids of similar ages, like of a similar age. We could get together and they could play. And guess what? We became friends. Amazing." amazing so just ask a girl if you're a guy you're probably gonna be a girl but if you're a guy ask ask a girl out they can always say no and that's really good practice for your ego it's fine if they say no no problem because otherwise it's just a missed opportunity you can never know if you don't try shy bands get nout. the geordie saying as in child shy children do not get anything shy Ben's getting out I do love the do love a bit of Geordie here and there but yeah oh yeah 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 so just after sort of the lockdown-y situation when I was who was I with I was on the quayside whizzing backwards and forwards why am I using the word whiz I've never used the word whiz now I'm just whizzing everywhere I hope that doesn't mean like pissing whiz Whew. that's what I mean So there's literally this this cool guy who I I used to chat with when I was working at Pure Gym. He used to come and train there. He's a doctor and he used to always do these funky, slightly weird looking exercises. And people are like, oh, he's weird. And then I'm just thinking, I think it's quite cool, actually. (laughs) And so we always chatted if I bumped into him uh, in town or anywhere. And then just one time I thought, you know what? We always chat. I feel like we're friends, but we don't he doesn't have any social media or anything and then i just thought next time i see him i'm gonna ask for him um his number we could just actually get together and train together or do stuff and uh, okay okay i have to be honest here ah uh, it was actually when i next bumped into him <laughs> he just ah oh, this became so vividly in my mind ah uh, i was with a friend and as soon as he left i said to my friend i was like shit i promised myself that i'm gonna ask for, ask, for, ask." For Oh, that was absolute bullshit. So I'm sorry. I'm just not quite sure where I was at uh, this. Again, I didn't touch the computer screen for a while and just went away. And that wasn't great. So I was just talking about how my it was my friend who ended up like <laughs> asking for his phone number when she next saw him. because but it was the, And now we're good friends. So it's just, again, again, shy bairns getting out. If I hadn't done anything about it, we would never be friends. And now we're friends. And it makes me very happy because he's very cool. I bumped into him, actually, when I was waiting for my friend on Saturday when we were going bowling slash pooling, as in playing pool. Bumped into him. And she's like, hey, come here. Oh, this is a funny story. Because I was in a coffee shop getting a coffee. And in this coffee shop, you you order on a tablet. And then it's like, who is it for? What's your name? And I called myself Madam E. Or Madame. Uh, <laughs> I think you have to do stuff like this it was so funny when the the boy behind the counter then just went uh, madam um, that's me thank you very much uh, and then left and, and I thought I, I I wonder if my weird think thought it was weird or funny I thought it was funny so uh, there ask a girl out okay number three turn up on time oh god kind of self-explanatory but When somebody is late without a good reason, especially for a first date or a date, just, it shows, I feel like it shows such a lack of respect for their time. What it signals is that you think your time is more important than theirs. And that's not just a very, that's not a very good start. Then again, I do have a dear friend who's always late and I've told her she's the only person I let in my life who does that on a regular basis because it's it's her brain you know she can't help it and i know that i can expect for her to be late so i i it's i i can i can deal with it but but i'd say in a respectful dating situation just turn up on time please turn up on time number 4 be open about your expectations this is an interesting one i think it's it's is really it can be very hard to slide in Sort of, oh, by the way, I'm just expecting a shag. I'm expecting to get married and have children with you. Which I've had happen. Oh my God, seriously. First date. This guy just went, Erica, why have you already had kids? I'd love to have you as the mother of my children. Okay, right. Oh, not intense at all. I can't blame him because I'm quite intense sometimes as well. So, mm. But it's the kind of vibe that you give out and I think too often yeah I, I don't you know I don't even know exactly how to unravel this but I think especially if a question being asked about this kind of thing then have the respect for the other person to say you, you're definitely not looking for anything long term and that just saves the other person's time because people do start building stories in their own heads about where things could lead to and stuff and i've really sort of worked on having no expectations and it's quite a liberating but i'm sure it's quite an unusual thing to do especially as a as a woman oh len has come home len i'm recording an episode (laughs) um so just just you know if the question's being asked be honest Be open. Be respectful. Because times are going to change. At some point in your life, you'll um, think that, you know, you're not looking for anything serious. That's cool. Everything's cool. It's like just being clear about it, really. And then things could change. Maybe something starts with, you know, as casual and then it turns into something more. Um, Or I think the worst mistakes. I don't know mistakes, but I think the worst situations come from when I've gone in to think... Oh, maybe we can be together forever because it's just so much expect- expectation on the on the other person. you can probably hear my <laughs> my learner going up the stairs now, brilliant um yeah, I think that's the worst because I've been so desperate for just something long term, but then you know I've got friends, I've got dear friends, and now I'm just yeah, I just want to chill out, chill out. Number on five, pay her a genuine compliment. Obviously, I'm I'm being very stereotypical here and just talking about men to female relationships. This could be flipped the way around as well, I suppose. But just for a man to have the balls to be nice to a woman, not in a sleazy way. But just be nice. It makes a girl feel very special and very good when she hears something nice being said about herself it makes a huge 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 difference and just as long as it's genuine just say something that's nice it's going to make you feel good i don't know why people are so shy about these things i try and i try and really sort of tell my friends why i love them or tell them why they're amazing or it it literally just adds joy and goodness to the world. It doesn't take anything away from anyone, and I do recognize that it it can feel a bit hard to do it, but just do do it. Practice, say something nice. Um, maybe you know, I think in the long run, beauty is always going to deteriorate. So if you can come up with something nice to say, that's not actually anything to do with the way they look. Or you could, you know, maybe maybe or love your dress or just something about her something that's actually to do with her personality that's like the most special compliments um yeah just just something that they've said or done because that's something more permanent so they can really take pride more pride in sort of like how they've managed to have this other person like an aspect of them straightforward yeah just be nice Give people, give everyone compliments, but don't be weird, don't be weird, don't don't be sending a message saying, you have an amazing body, I see you, Uh, yeah, you are amazing, I'm sorry, but how does he think I'm amazing, he doesn't know me, does he, or maybe he's just binge, binge listening to my podcast, and now he knows me a lot better, but mate, I'm reporting you, soz, craziness next one ask questions oh god so oh there is nothing more draining and this is funny i'm doing a, I'm doing a podcast where basically all i get to do is talk about myself if i want to this is my fucking podcast innit it bruv um ask questions this should this applies to all relationships in the world really be curious about your friends be curious about your date be curious about other people get to know them like really try and get to know them and just start with easy stuff, you know. And actually, mm, what are my things? What are my things? Aren't social interactions boring when you meet new people? And the first question just tends to be, so what do you do for a living? How about you? Obviously, that's important information. I wouldn't know that too. But how about opening up with something a bit more insightful? As in, one of my favourites is, what do you like to do in your spare time? what do you like to do when you're not working, have you got hobbies, because that's what people are really passionate about, it's, it's quite rare for people to be a lucky cunt like me, and have a job they actually really enjoy, so asking questions about just anything, google what questions to ask a date, because it could be, I, I like to, yeah, yeah, just, just something, just something, Something that you'd like to talk about as well, because then you can like you can really start bouncing off each other and be like, Oh okay, yeah, I like the two. Or oh I don't like that at all, actually. Because it's really beautiful to disagree as well. To find out the other person's reasoning behind why they like certain stuff and blah 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 blah. Next one number seven be open about who you are, even reveal a flaw. So I feel like it's a very common thing and it's super, super, super frustrating that people have this persona. And they are too scared to sort of be them their true selves. Whereas I've come to really deeply think that if you don't reveal how weird you actually are, like that's that's the stuff that people really like. I like to know everyone's flaws, I like to know how they're weird. Because nobody wants a fucking... Do they? Maybe they do, actually. It's just not me. But who wants a really vanilla, bland person who's got nothing to say, who's got no opinions of their own, who can't disagree with you, have a good conversation? That's just not exciting. Not that it has to be exciting, either. But just something fun. Like, And I feel like you'll find connections that are truly deeper when you do go out of your way to not say something negative about yourself, but just to be open and vulnerable and say the best things are people who go to therapy and admit it because that's like unbelievable. It shows unbelievable strength. First of all, that they've acquired a therapist and then if they even, they don't need to tell you why they're going into therapy, but if there's a reason, that's so interesting because Everyone who gets to grow to be old enough has to deal with trauma, has to deal with shitness in life, and being able to share—that's exactly why therapy heals so much. Is because you go in, and somebody is there to listen to you, without judgment. And and I think if say I was in a social interaction where somebody judged me for something that's not perfect in me, then that's perfectly fine because i don't want those people in my life and then that's that's just good enough and that's it done so just obviously don't go in with oh i'm shit not that just just be vulnerable and yeah talk about your past openly because nobody nobody gets attached to a a person who has their cards super close to their chest. Right? Next one. Message her after. The last one. Message her afterwards. I don't know what the shit is with like people playing games and stuff. And I, apparently, I, th- I think some people even have decided that I won't text until tomorrow. Or something. Like, my god. I, I, Why not just message like straight away? Or when you get home. When you think about her next. Just... This is the thing. You could either say, you could say, had a really good time. Would love to do that again. Take initiative. Let's do action. Let's not just be keyboard warriors and hide behind screens and keyboards. But actually, if you want to see them again, say you'd like to do that. Then the ball's in their court. Or you could even say, which I've done a few times. Say so I had a really nice time with you, and I think you're an amazing. You seem like a really amazing person, and I love the way you've handled your. You know, like blah blah blah. But I have to be honest, and romantically, I didn't feel like it was there. So then that's such an easy good letdown. You want to be nice to them, maybe give you know give them a compliment and just say that's that. They don't need to be sitting at home get like doing the guesswork of do they like me? Do they not like me? Just, just say it. We literally have such a limited time to live that there's no point in wasting it on playing games. Don't play games, don't play games. Okay, we've come to the end of this um, Erica's info nuggets section. Uh, <laughs> eight dating tips for men. Hmm. I wonder why I wanted to yeah, it's funny. Maybe it's just like from my disappointment, like, you know, when you come home from a date and you just think, oh, I'm so shit. I wish they'd just, mmm. That's, that's a nice list, personally, for me. I like this list. And if this helps, even a tiny, tiny bit, women as well, then I'll be very happy. I don't think my Anyway, anyway, let's move on. Mm, okay, so Questions your questions to me. If you have a question for me, send it to hello at erikahelsinki.com. Erika is with a K and Helsinki is with one L and all the other letters. Okay, you also get your chance to answer this question because I'll be posting the question to my form site thing. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can go and click on that and give your own answer to this question. What do you consider good flirting techniques? Shit the bed. Like, <laughs> I don't consider myself a flirt. I have struggled to read signs in the past, like to a pretty extreme level, where I've come home and just thought about, like, oh, what happened? Like, constantly, uh, huh. i like, oh shit, I think they were flirting with me and it's only clicked, oh my god, I'm so retarded with this stuff. Makes me, yeah, uh, but yeah. I do also think then that sometimes I've been in situations where someone has thought that I'm flirting with them or someone else when all I was doing was being me and being nice. So, (laughs) I just don't think just being trying to be a nice person counts as flirting. Like, fuck that shit. So, I've written down a few things that came to mind first that I think I could work on because it's really nice to be flirted to, actually. It's really nice to get a bit of nice attention. It's really nice when somebody's putting an effort in towards you. So, that's good. And again, things don't need to move, like, go anywhere. You can just. Have a bit of fun, not in maybe not if you're in a relationship like that's not very respectful and very nice, but if you're if you're single and free, then these are I feel like these are actually really good things to develop, like real self improvement tools, so what do we have one, two, three, four, five, six things here, okay, mirroring first mirroring, mirror ring, mirror, mirror, ring, that's such a weird word hard hard word for a Finnish person to say mirroring so essentially you will actually people do this subconsciously and it always makes me super happy if I'm spending time with somebody who I value and I notice that they're mirroring me because I when I notice that they're definitely not doing it intentionally it makes me feel it just it makes me feel so happy because you know you basically know that if somebody's uh, subconsciously mirroring you They have respect for you And they are really listening And they are interested in you So it's like when you change uh, Posture, body position Stuff like that, they will match that They'll copy you But you can also say I, I think this is, this is you know I'm not meaning to s- You shouldn't use these to manipulate other people But sometimes If you change position, you notice the other person Change position it's just a really good, like, vibey thing to, um, to to do. And on a date, you can definitely do a bit of mirroring. You know, if they move their arms, you just move your arms. But, like, not... Again, this, this is a subtle art. And if it's done in a clunky way, then that's going to miss the point. That's going to be quite embarrassing, really. But let will just put it out there. Mirroring. No, next one. Subtle touch. This is one of my favourites, really. If it's somebody, um, who I I want to be touching me, that sounds really bad. <laughs> this sounds like I've got a lot going on. I really don't, um, but you know, because you can pull away from that situation quite easily. But it's just really nice if you're close enough to each other, and there's like an accidental, uh, in quotation marks, accidental touch. It's so vibey, and I feel like, well, maybe I am quite quite a touchy-feely person anyway. And I'm the one who just goes in for a cuddle and I see friends and stuff. So just a bit of, not too much. Just just because you you, you know the vibe when, if they don't pull away, and it just feels really good and really exciting. So subtle touch as a form of flirting. Next, we've got strong eye contact. This is something that I've practiced a lot and is such a useful skill in everything in life where human contact is involved. Again, I'm very aware. I used to be a very shy child that it can feel really quite intimidating and really hard. But creating and maintaining eye contact is such an amazing, amazing skill so powerful and everyone should practice it more i think who's sort of not naturally good at it eye contact beautiful not staring at the other person that's another thing don't stare but just make sure that you look at them until they look at you and then you maintain that eye contact for a little bit so yeah good there we go Next one, compliment them. Okay, just, just say something nice. We've gone through this already. Yeah, pay pay the other person a compliment. Flirting. Because like it could be, yeah. Like, and, and okay, so I, I do this to my friends. But it's like no nobody... Well, actually, this is again. Somebody m- might get really uncomfortable if you tell them that they, you think they look pretty or handsome. But that's a them problem. That's not a you problem and I used to divert and just be like oh no 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 Uh, just belittle myself and just be like no 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 it's just oh my my hair's a mess oh I didn't really have time to do my makeup today Uh, but how about you just you just you just take it you go oh thank you that's also that's a skill that still feels a bit hard for me but it's so good so good to practice second penultimate point flirting techniques openness openness why did i write this down um i mean yeah suppose it's a form of flirting unless it's just purely sexual but i don't know why i wrote this down really flirting being open is it being open flirty i don't think it is oh well it's a missed point then but let's just emphasize the fact that i like openness mm, hey last one confidence and be you okay Flirting techniques. I'm just now trying to think what what's gone through my head when I've written these down, but being confident is definitely very inviting, um, and being genuinely you, like we talked about flaws before. Just don't try and pretend to be anyone anyone you're not. No point, and the universe will be on your side. Should we just call it there, but I con I consider them as as good flirting techniques. So you can go and answer, give your answer to this. I would actually love to hear your your opinions or your takes on this. Um, a link will be in the show notes. Go and give your answer so I can read it, and I might, you know, if I get good feedback on, you know, on other people's techniques, I can just include them in a, an intro section in a, in another episode. That'd be amazing. And that's that's that. That was a very relationship heavy, very dating e heavy episode today. But I love this kind of stuff. So, if you've got any questions that you might like me to answer, please send them to hello at ericahousey.com and make sure you've subscribed to this fabulous adventure, which is my podcast called My Friend. My Friend. Subscribe and if you don't, if you don't mind, if you wouldn't mind, if you'd be so kind as to share this with one friend, I would be eternally grateful. Thank you so much for dedicating your valuable time to me today. I really appreciate it. And I shall catch up with you next time. That's it. I'm going to go and collect my children from school. I'm going to go and Say hello to Lena, my friend, and see if she wants to join me on my on my journey to the school. Catch you next time. You are special and I appreciate you. Bye.